Happy birthday to Jay. Happy birthday to Jay. Happy birthday, DJ. Happy birthday to Jay. Jay! Yeah? Happy birthday. Thanks, mate. It's Jay's birthday today. Uh, he does the morning show on Trickstar Radio, Brighton's only radio station, um, and the official radio station of the Flat Earth Movement. They're having a party in there. I was invited, but morning didn't go as planned. Morning did not go as planned. I intended on getting in an hour early. Whew. No chance. I'm afraid the chips did not fall where they were supposed to fall. The dice on the craps table did not land with the combination of dots that I wish they would. But I'm here now. And as it does appear that the technical aspects of the show today do seem to be in order, which is nice. Uh, now, I did not watch the debate last night between Jeremy Corbyn and Boris Johnson, the two potential uh, leaders of this great country of ours. I don't know what happened. Apparently, there was an awkward handshake. I don't know if they snogged. Did they snog? Maybe that would... That, that, that's what people want to see, isn't it? Well, people want to see it fight. I my, Well, my money would be on Bojo if it came down to fist fight, bigger man, meat eater. You know, it... Quite furious. I mean, rug back background in rugby. I mean, pfft. Corbyn might win if he was allowed, like I don't know, a bike lock or something to hit hit Bojo over the head with. Otherwise, I just feel like it's pfft. double leg takedown. Obviously, he's on top. I I I would be hard pushed to imagine Corbyn has trained much in the way of escapes from bottom mount. Seems unlikely, and. I could see uh, Boris Johnson winning with a mother's milk choke. Uh, anyone who trains jiu-jitsu will know that that's a, <laughs> that's a fun one to get. New white belts with. <laughs> Particularly while training nogi. Uh, you can YouTube that if you want, if you're interested. Um, or an oil check. Maybe he could get Corbs to submit uh, by an oil check. Anyway, guys, listen, we're here, aren't we? We're fucking here. We're making it up as we go along. And, you know, it, 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 I, look, Sean Simpson said it well here um, in, the, in the chat. He says, um, making it up as we go along and not being sure it'll work adds a bit of spice to the show. You're right, it does. Not being sure whether or not there's any, any sort of relevant news, whether or not there is any good music available, whether or not there's any humour to be gleaned out of the articles. You know, I think if I was to like really prepare, like I don't know, spend four or five hours really intricately preparing, re actually reading the articles first. Imagine that. I don't think it would. I, well, I have a sort of morbid fear of preparation. It's not really my vibe. I'm much more of a turn up and wing it kind of dude. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, but sometimes you can prepare for ages and it doesn't work. So my my view is that most things will probably be fine. And they usually are. Probably. And they probably usually are. Uh, is stuff working? Is anyone there? Who's there? Gordon Price is there. Real Akeem is there. John Forsythe Anderton. He's there. Stin's there. Den Tweed's there. Sean's there. Wodge is there. Um, a good bunch. A good group. Nice. Gentle folk. You know, the fairer. The fairer sex. Now, many would think that was the ladies, but I'm afraid 
It is, in fact, the gentleman that listened to Coffee and Memes there. Fair, tender, intimate lovers. You know, they're like kittens. They're like soft, soft, fluffy kittens in ill-fitting uh, black T-shirts uh, with scraggly hair, dandruff, smell of last night's booze, and varying degrees of mental illness. Uh, they are my listeners, and I love them. And we are all one under the umbrella of both Lobos and Shoe Throwers. And God bless you all, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, je suis Jimmy B. It is not there. Okay, goodbye. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Well, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Fucked. There's a plan shop, probably. I presume. Um, anyway, the, clearly the structural integrity has been compromised. I mean that this blower, this party, uh, party blower, uh, really is representative of uh, of Trickstar Radio and what they are all about. You know, like it's just a sort of like turgid death rattle of dying party blower you know that's <laughs> it's, it's the best visual representation uh, uh, <laughs> it's fucking out of me Jesus is so, very uncomfortable guys what's going on welcome to coffee and memes welcome to threshold.fm uh, welcome to me slowly but surely losing my mind um Guys, there is some uh, there is some good bits in the news today. Um, certainly, headlines wise, whether or not they'll live up to the headlines, we'll have to see. Woman flies five hundred miles to lose virginity to man twenty four years her senior and his girlfriend. Mmm, that sounds like fun. Um, yes, they. Uh, he looks how I would expect the man to look, but the women are, um, you know, they're not they're not dime pieces. Sure. Who is? Um, but they're quite attractive for what you would uh, expect for such a uh, for such a news story. Um, look, let's get them up. Uh, they're a couple of good-looking, canny young lasses, you know. So you wonder why? Um, what what is so attractive about this gentleman uh, that has caused the five hundred mile? Oh, don't fuck me about OBS, Jesus Christ! Oh, baby girl. Fucking hell. Anyway, here they are. Um, he looks like... He looks like he does open mic comedy in Brighton, quite honestly, is what he looks like. Um, badly. He hosts open mic comedy and is always by far the worst. And that is saying something. Um, uh, Gabrielle Reese has always been attracted to older men. Like, he, Yeah, he's not... There's a better older man story coming up. Uh, 
always been attracted to older men and warned her own parents years earlier that she planned to marry someone their age. I'm marrying a boomer, mummy, and you can't stop me. Daddy, I'm going to marry one of your boomer friends from the golf club, and there's nothing you can do to stop me. I'm going to marry one that's got a daughter older than me. I'm going to marry a fat one. A fat one in a pink Ralph Lauren shirt. Yes, yes, yes. Fat one with ill-fitting slacks. With a handicap of... Four. <laughs> I'm going to marry a handicapped one, Daddy. I will marry a handicapped boomer and care for him. And then one day I'll take all his money. <laughs> well, you know, you've got to have a plan, haven't you? You've got to have a plan. Um, oh, what's this about Prince Andrew... Post-interview, look, I know we haven't covered much Andrew here. I was going to do a meme dump uh, later. Um, Emily, uh, Prince Andrew's offer to Emily uh, Maitlis when cameras rolling. Cameras stopped rolling after car crash interview. Uh, Emily Maitlis travelled to Buckingham Palace to interview the Queen's third child, Prince Andrew, about his friendship with paedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Okay, well, come on, play the fucking video then. You slags. No, I do not want the mirror on my home screen. Uh, anyway, according to a source close to Andrew, who ho hoped the 40-minute interview would end the sniping commentary. Come on, look. What's going on here? Tell me what it's happened. Buckingham Palace. I think it tells us that there is now a lack of strong central control. We have had two episodes now within a couple of months of senior members of the royal family doing it their way. We've had Prince Harry, again, as Dickie was saying a moment ago, uh, with his rant against the tabloid media, which was absolutely against the advice of his communications officials. Uh, that, you know, I think they were rather despairing, quite frankly, of it. And I suspect we have a similar situation now Come on, with get to the, the, point. the mainstream, the Queen's officials at Buckingham Palace. I don't think that they were really part of this, the Prince Andrew debate, and I don't know. I don't know what they advised, but I would suppose that they would have advised, if their advice was sought, that he shouldn't do it. Right. Yeah. What the nonsense or the interview? Uh, I think they should have advised him not to do the nonsense. Personally, I think that would have been the first step. I mean, they at this point they fucked up a long time ago. You know, it's not like. Oh, well, you know, we can wriggle out of it now. I'm sorry, you're already getting battered from top mount, mate. You fucked up a long time ago. How do I escape from a much larger opponent that is on top of me, punching me repeatedly in the face? Well, not getting into that position in the first place would be a good start. You know, you fucked up a long time ago, royals, palace. Listen, palace... Yeah, what you should have been out doing is rather than sticking goose up your anus or whatever the hell it is, having some fucking luxury enema, yeah? What, like, I don't know, getting in the stonemasons or whatever to chip all the fucking gubbins off Liz's vagina, yeah? Rather than spending your time doing that, what you should have done is had a fucking lead on Andrew while he was out noncing with Epstein. Jesus, out on the fucking nonce with Epstein for years. And then even after he got caught noncing... He's backed out fucking nonsense with Epstein. Unbelievable. Couldn't, look, put a fucking lead on cucking Randy Andy before he nonces anyone else. Put him down. Have him, have him bloody neutered or something. Da neuter all of the royals. God, look, I, I think they're a bit of fun when they're just doing fun stuff. I don't like them when they're nonsing. I don't like them when they're killing Diana. You know, I think, I think that bit I could do without, you know. I think, you know, whatever. They're a bit 
could be a bit fun, but also I think they should pay for themselves. You know, it shouldn't be at our expense. You know, I don't know about all this. Like, ah, whoa, whoa there! What's all of this malarkey? Who's this man? Tells how he confronted wanted paedophile. Okay, well, it's probably taking us down different. What Prince Andrew? Who? Come on. Anyway, look, what's going on about this offer that? Writing in the Times today, she reveals what happened after the interview officially ended. She says, As we part, he walks me down the marble hall until we stop at a statue of Prince Albert. Uh, the first royal entrepreneur, he tells me proudly. Next time you come, we will talk about pitch at palace. I don't know what that means. Uh, it nods to the fact that he feels he will now get on with the work he loves. What's pitch at palace? However, Emily added that she not she's not entirely sure this kind offer to return to Buckingham Palace will actually come. This is it. Do you know, so I, I should probably wait by the phone. I probably shouldn't wait by the phone. This is it. Pathetic. I thought the offer was going to be like, well, I'll give you 50 quid if you give us a massage. Something like that. Uh, behind the scenes, uh, palace sources have described the Duke's performance as utterly jaw-dropping, with one insider suggesting aides were left dumbfounded after watching the Newsnight interview on Saturday evening. The Duke apparently saw it differently, telling his friends he thought the interview went pretty well, after being quizzed on allegations that he had sex with Epstein's accuser, Virginia uh, Guffrey, uh, who claims the paedophile kept her as a slave. Uh, <sighs> Jesus Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, guys, look, we were talking about this woman flying 500 miles to lose her virginity to an older man. Uh, I'll fuck Prince Andrew, Daddy. See how you like that? Oh, God, no, stop it. Um, women, women in their 50s. Oh, sex robot news. For the first time in God knows how long. Sex robot news. Sex robot news. Having sex with an inanimate object because you can't get a fella to fuck you women in their 50s desperate for 15,000 pound female sex dolls to be their dream person uh hold on won't the sex dolls be male are these lesbian sex dolls mm -hmm. uh exclusive phil bass i don't know i feel like there'd be something even weirder about a, a, a woman buying a uh you know each to their own as long as you're happy and safe and not hurting anyone else but uh, I don't know whether or not there'd be much of a... I feel like there's probably not much of a market for lesbian sex dolls. Well, I mean, they're just they're female sex dolls bought by, with, bought by women. I don't know. What's in it for you? You know? What, what, I mean, what, what, if it's a doll, it can't move, right? And it doesn't have... Doesn't have like an, a, an appendage, you know. Maybe you get a female sex doll with a cock, you know that could that could work. I, I, I look, I don't know. I'm not trying to. I'm not pretending to understand really anything about lesbianism other than that it's fine, you know. I'm digging myself a hole here now. I just I think it seems unlikely, you know, to for lesbians to buy female sex dolls. I'm not rolling it out. I I, I don't have anything to do with it. I, I don't even know why I've got an opinion on the subject. <laughs> I just think it seems unlikely. I don't know what's in it for what's in it for the human. You know? It, it it's What's in it for the Can you scissor in? 
What are you doing? Maybe. Could be. I don't know. I don't know. I'll ask. I'll ask some lesbian friends I know. Uh, Phil Bass, who runs the Dollhouse in Orpington, South East London, which specialises in sex dolls, says he is seeing more and more women buying expensive robots. Um, there's one of the doe-eyed dames. Uh, Randy, middle-aged women desperate to find their dream person, are forking out up to 1,500 quid for their own customised sex dolls. Both homosexual and heterosexual women. Oh, some of whom are married with kids are among the new wave of customers enjoying the sex dolls, the industry says. Phil Bass. Um, I think, let's go with Phil Bass, actually. That's, that's more fun, isn't it? Phil Bass, managing director of the Dollhouse, one of the UK's most popular sex doll retailers, exclusively told The Mirror Online, There was a... F- uh, what do you, think he, how do you think he sounds? He probably sounds like Moby. There was a flourish when I started the business, but then there was a lull. After around a year or so. Then it became popular again, and now I have come across a whole lot of female interest, especially in the past year. It is not the stereotypical lonely old man anymore as such. They only make up around 10% of my customers, but they are still lonely. Now I would say that around a quarter of my customers are women who want a female doll. Well, that proved me wrong, didn't it? Um, you know, each to their own. Uh, the female demographic is interesting. The ages of these women range. Some are middle-aged women, many are in their 50s, or others are in their 20s. These, wow, look at him. I mean, that just looks like uh, someone with a Snapchat filter on. You know, quite a heavy, heavy use of filter. You know? Um, these women, though, largely want female dolls. There is a sexual element for some of these women. The last one, female customer, was a single lesbian woman. Others uh, like to take photographs of sex robots they buy, uh, and there are customers of both genders who like to use them for large versions of dolls to dress up. I can't help but feel that that's weirder than just shagging it, you know? Um, Playing dress-up is their hobby, for instance. Silicone sex robots can cost a whopping 15 grand each. Uh, they can be tailored with custom-made heads, genitalia, feet, and other organs. I'd like one with six livers, please. <laughs> Sticking out with livers coming out of his face. Yeah. I want one with a pancreas for a dick. Come on. I've got the money. I've got the money. Just give me what I want. Um, okay, yeah, no, we can, we can wait. I want one with spleens for eyes. Have you been drinking, sir? Shut up. I've got money. Look. I've got I've Prince Andrew. Anyways. This is for the royal family, so you better fucking sharp about it. Yeah. Or we'll have you diana Okay. Sure. Well, you know, we we, we we only want to please the customer. We, we, we run a very confidential business, and, you know, we don't we do not do interviews with tabloid news like the Mirror or anything. Okay. Fine. Good. I want one. <sighs> With kidneys for an anus. Get it for how much? Uh, that kidneys for anus? Yeah, that's that's certainly doable. Uh, how many kidneys for the anus? Is there a dozen? Dozen, dozen kidneys for anus? Uh, yep, yeah, that would be £27,000. Done deal! Get it for me by Tuesday week. Yes, that's it, Tuesday week, no problem. Okay, and it's for Prince Andrew. That's for Prince Andrew. Um, <laughs> some robots can talk, smile, sing, and even orgasm. Don't get me started on this again. Like, 
Why would you make want to make a sex robot orgasm? I don't. Maybe maybe that's the deal with the with you know these ladies, human ladies. They're just eager to please, you know. So they buy themselves a female sex robot that can orgasm, and uh, you know when they're in the mood, you know after they've watched. I don't know what TV programs lesbians watch, Country File or something, you know. I guess, and something about hiking, probably. You know that program where Janet Street Porter did a load of walking. It's quite old now. Probably reruns of that. Uh, then they're like, I know what would be a nice thing to do. Give a robot an orgasm. <laughs> and then go to bed. Then <laughs> go to sleep. Then get tucked up in bed. Read a book. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Mr. Bass, 46, who started the business three years ago after becoming bored in the IT trade, says customers often mix male bodies with female heads and vice versa uh, to create, create their ideal partner. Good for them, man. Uh... The businessman who isn't married and has no children <laughs> said, <laughs> One woman recently asked us to make a robot with a male body uh, below the neck uh, with male genitalia, a female head, and a man's haircut. Right, that's more like it. You know, that I get. Yeah? Sure. Because then, you know, you get all the advantages of the dick, but with the convenience of a female face. Uh, it came across as a really good looking guy, actually. <laughs> nice. Yeah, a very handsome young woman. Uh, sex robots uh, can each weigh around 66 pounds. I don't now seen in pornography. But Mr. Bass added, I've come across in porn lately men with dolls rather than women. But I'm a bit curious as to why, really. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned. You know, when the people who actually make the sex robots are starting to question the use of the sex robots, you know we're heading to some serious end times. We the, the seas will boil, the plagues of locusts, the meteors will rain from the sky. We, ladies and gentlemen, are in the end times. We are living in the end of the world. The manufacturers... Let's just... Look, let's just lay that out again. The manufacturers of sex robots are now confused as to what people are wanting to do with them and believe that maybe they're just a bit old-fashioned. The manufacturers of sex robots are like, well, I don't understand some of the uses that, that maybe I'm just a bit old-fashioned. I fashion... Robots that fuck you, yeah, for 15 grand. It, and, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm at the bleeding edge of weird sex. And there's shit out there. It's a bit much for me. But journalist Phoebe Gregor, who runs the podcast What the Sex, said the robots are often seen as lovers, designed and made to be your dream person and for companionship. Uh, there have been people who have mentioned they like to have uh, their sex dolls around them for the feeling of companionship, just to have another person in the room. So they don't feel alone for a decade or so. Oh, so if they're alone in the room, so if they've alone for a decade or so. Get a dog! Get a dog, don't fuck it. Just get it, feed it, walk it, cuddle it. Take it to the vets if it needs it. Make sure its water's topped up. Okay? Yeah? Better than a sex robot. 
Uh, Lord alive. Um, a recent investigation found sex dolls are also being used in fashion photography. Okay, yeah. It's uh, called a mannequin, I believe. And trans robots, which offer the user penis and vagina attachments, uh, are becoming popular. Oh, you can just change it up as you like. Fair enough. Uh, speaking previously, Sari Cooper, a sex therapist and sex coach, said there are people who are interested in transgender porn who may want to reenact what they see in that porn with these dolls. They may want to go swinging together or go and visit a dungeon, for instance. A dungeon. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what are you doing with your sex robot today? I'm going to visit a dungeon. A dungeon. Okay, well, just the London Dungeons at, at, at uh, you know, London Bridge. Right, okay. I'm, yeah, I've got a wheelchair for her. Okay, sure. Uh, I am in wonderment about the ways people are curious for novelty. It reflects the porn we see. Well, that was a fucking riot, wasn't it? Uh, Demi Rose blames viral awkward runway walk on parents' death after trolling. Okay, Fair enough. Um, anyway, guys, look, shoe throwers, what's the situation? What's going on? What do we have? Uh, another submarine bit here called Return of Enel. Uh, good times.
Turn of Anel by Submarine. Lovely little number. The Ultra. Yeah, man. Beauty. Beauty, mate. Woman flies 500 miles to lose virginity to man 24 years her senior and his girlfriend. Uh, Gabriella Reese. Has always been attracted to older men, and she warned her own parents. Not warning anyone else's parents. Uh, years earlier that she planned to marry someone their age. Woman flew more than 500 miles to lose her virginity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they now live happily together as a thruple. A little bit of sick comes up into my mouth every time I say the word thruple. Oh. Gabrielle Reese was just 18 when she travelled. Uh, to meet Jacob Boswell and Megan Murhead after meeting them on a Sugar Daddy website. Nice. Uh, now 21, the graphic designer has been living with the couple for the last three years, and while she claims they're very happy, she admits jealousy is a big threat to their relationship. Gabrielle spoke to Jacob and Megan online uh, for three months before arranging to meet, having warned her own parents years earlier that she planned to marry someone their age. Yeah, he looks terrifying. You can just tell in the eyes. Um, recalling their first encounter, uh, which involved her travelling from her home in Idaho, northwestern USA, to Salt Lake City, Utah. Gabrielle, who's bisexual, and said she has always liked older men, explained, I did lose my virginity that first weekend. We never really discussed that as a plan, but we were all interested and open to the idea. Really, yeah. Um... 
Uh, the whole thing was exciting and new. We all clicked very fast and there was a lot of chemistry. We were all involved that first night. Uh, there were definitely positives. Jake and Megan are both older, and while I had no experience losing my virginity to a guy and a girl, being bisexual, I got to experience all aspects of my sexuality too. Girls are soft, delicate, and nurturing, while men are more dominant. Uh, I'd never thought that much uh, about how I would lose my virginity, but I guess it wasn't that predicted. It wasn't what I predicted. I don't have any regrets, though. Uh, we're still here three years later. Gabrielle admits uh, she was a late developer as always liking older guys. Stopped her from forging any childhood romantic relationships with boys her own age. So after turning 18, she joined a sugar daddy website. She got stuck in straight away, uh, matching younger women with older men. And in October 2016, found software developers Jacob and Megan, uh, deciding to fly out and meet them a few days before her 19th birthday. Wow. Well, they look like a lot of fun. God, this goes on. Really goes on. Bloody hell. Jesus. There's so much of this. Christ. This is like a 5,000 word fucking thing. It's very demanding as Gabrielle is smart, brilliant and intelligent. She doesn't need saving. Give her some credit, please. Um, great. Well, you know, I think we've probably gleaned what we can out of that. Um, wasn't much to it. Well, we've got uh, these b b magnets stuck in a kid's dick. Probably not. Um, Priest. Fat cat. Fuck. We haven't had a fat, decent, fat animal on this show for bloody ages. And frankly, it's been worse for it. Britain's fattest cat given crash diet after becoming too big to clean herself. Pathetic. What's, the manager of the rescue centre, Paisley, uh, was handed in to stay. Handed into, says the... What? Oh, the, okay, I think there's probably some commas required, required there. The manager of Rescue Centre, Paisley, was handed into, says the cat size took her breath away. Did you imagine that? Right, someone's brought this cat in. It's fucking huge. All right, well, let's have a look. <gasps> Fuck. Fuck. Fucking size of the cat. Jesus, that thing is a unit. Oh. Oh. It's like the Brock Lesnar of cats. The Tubby Tabby, dubbed Britain's fattest cat, uh, has been put on a strict diet after leaving staff at a rescue centre lost for words when she was handed in. Doesn't look that big, you know, if I'm honest. I've seen fat cat. I, look, my, my ex's dad had a cat that's fatter than that. Granted, it was in Berlin, so it's, you know, wasn't as. It, it couldn't be Britain's fattest cat, but this thing's a fucking tank. It literally looks like the meme tank cat. Uh, the memes of years of days gone by, you know, oldie worldy memes. We're talking two thousand and seven. Tank cat, you know, one does not simply tank cat into Mordor. You remember, memes there were simpler times for memes, you know. Anyway, that's what that's what the old man's cat's like. Still like it. It's fucking still going. This thing is insane. It's about that wide. So I can't put on a diet. It's like no, it won't. It makes so much noise. After you know. That was a really bad impression of him. Um, Four-year-old Paisley uh, weighs in at a whopping one stone, seven pounds, 9.5 kilos. Slimmer than you, Tally. It's not even that fat. This isn't a fat cat. I mean, it's fat, but it's not, like, sensationally fat. It doesn't even weigh 10 kilos. Pathetic. Double the weight of a healthy cat. Fucking double the weight of a little weasel cat. Pathetic little worm of a cat. 
My brother's cat is, um, well, it's his girlfriend's, but sort of his now by, by proxy, is a unit. I mean, it's shoot. It's, well, it's not fat. It's just enormous. It's a big boy, a big strapping lad. Big strapping lad that can't stop eating its own fur and getting sick. Uh, anyway, that's enough about relatives, uh, <laughs> relatives' cats. Uh, double the weight of a healthy cat and went into a rescue home when the owner couldn't cope anymore. What's not to cope about the fat cat? Just don't feed it as much. Uh, staff at Cats Protection, National Cat Adoption Centre in West Sussex, even have to help her clean herself as she's become a bit too big to manage it herself. Right, so that is like those, you know, the fat women that get fed up and then the guys have to come in with the flannels, getting in under the folds. and That's what it's all about, though, isn't it? Getting in under the folds, getting all the gubbins out, all the jub-jub. You know, where it all goes sort of like a bit smeggy. Mm, yeah, and you wring it out. You know, you just got a sort of rag on the stick situation. Oh, yeah. That's the dream, man. That is the dream. Um, it's thought it's thought Porky Paisley's massive bulk comes from being overfed. Yeah, no shit. Uh, by her previous owner, combined with a lack of exercise and poor diet, which saw her weight skyrocket. The animal has now been listening to the Joe Rogan experience, and along with trying DMT, has now been throwing kettles around, kettlebells around with reckless abandon, and is going thinking of going keto. Uh, Deputy manager of the rescue centre, Tanya Marsh, said, uh, "When I saw Paisley, I thought, oh my goodness, I thought, oh my goodness, it took my breath away. She got that fattest cat I did ever did see." I've been with transportation for 13 years, and we get some cats on the larger side, you know, sometimes, but never to this extent. We can only put it down to the quantity of food that she's been given. Well, it's not magic, is it? Like, it's not... Uh, uh, we think that maybe a witch doctor might have put a hex on her, and that's why she's so fat. We think maybe that spirits from the netherworld are coming out through when you leave the lids off the fucking marmalade. That's, they get in and make your cat fat. Fucking morons. It's been eating too much food. Obviously, it's been eating too much food. <sighs> Paisley was loved with food, if you like. She was mainly indoor cat. Didn't go outside that much, so there was a lack of opportunity for exercise. Yeah, well, still, though, like, I know people with house cats that are not fat. She's had too much food. Stop beating around the fucking bush. Uh, we think that maybe it's just because she has irregular sleep patterns. And, you know, they say it about shift workers and stuff. She's eating too much! Basically, he likes to sit on your lap. But she really struggles to be as active as she should be. Yeah, because she's fat. She's a fucking unit. Good news is, after being given up for adoption on October 17th, Paisley has already found a new home, uh, where she'll be moving to shortly. She started a vet-prescribed diet to help her beat the bulge, and has already shifted one pound. Wow. Well, how many is that to go, then? She's got to do, what, how many pounds at a stone? 12? 14? Something like that. Stupid weight system. Fucking stupid. Can't they just use a metric system like any normal human being? One stone seven. Pathetic. Anyway, you got at least probably another ten, ten pounds to go, buddy. You got at least ten pounds to go, you fat shit. Wait, what? <laughs> um. Anyway, despite the positive progress, there's still a chance poor Paisley will develop diabetes. Um. Look, just don't feed it anything. Like a little more, tiny morsel. It's a cat. They exist. They are, you know, like dogs. They're built for potential scarcity like humans like any fucking animal you've been built for potential food scarcity 
Stop faking it. Uh, there are so many health risks that are coming her way because of the weight, such as diabetes and heart problems. Uh, when she goes to her new home, she'll have to maintain the diet. No treats are allowed. The cat food is specially formulated to have less calories. and It allows them to feel fuller for longer, so they don't feel hungry all the time. Regular checks with the vet will also be needed to make sure she doesn't lose weight too quickly. Otherwise, she could develop a fatty liver. Um, she added, my advice would be to feed your cat twice a day. Limit the treats and tidbits. But anyway, look, fucking hell. If you can't feel the ribs, you need to have a think about helping them slim down. All right, fine. Yeah, that tally, fat bitch. Sleep, sleep. Sleeping long dog. Uh, all right, look, let's have another one of these quote-unquote bits. Um, this is called uh, Descries. Descries by TR Tactics and some other... F and the clamps. Right, it's probably going to be fine, I presume. It's called... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, look, long and the short of that is that Paisley's a unit, but I've seen bigger. The bullshit is real. He's on trial for his life. What you people are kicking up there with a fucking disgrace. Uh, this is TR Tactics and the Clamps. It's called Disguise. It's on the B side of The Wasp VIP. The Wasp.
I mean, we've got a pretty clear contender for shoe throw of the week right here. What are the chances of a half-time second drop? Fuck my old boots. That is, that is a bit of gear right there. That is rascal. That is proper fucking rascal. Bit of a change in schedule today. Power Gen to the power of Gen 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 to Gen Gen to Gen. We'll be on at two instead of eleven is off on important power gen business right yeah so that was disguise uh by tr tactics and the clamps i want to hear this the wasp vip now um yeah fuck it let's do it this is the a side oh, i've got a feeling how this is gonna go probably not gonna be a liquid roller Metro has like a 10,000 word article about Copper Cab. It's bonkers. YouTube's most bullied ginger bears his soul. The mystery and tragedy of Copper Cab. It's really, really long. <laughs> That's the Wasp VIP uh, again by TR Tactics and the Clamps. I think Disguise was better. 
uh, personally. Um, but you you make up your own minds. You know, don't listen to me. I'm just a fucking idiot. I used to make dubstep, and now it's got a crude morning radio show. You know, what the hell do I know about anything? Remember that. Yeah, don't don't get in the DMs. Yeah, when I say something dumb, just just let it breeze on past you. Yeah, just let it sail on by. Rankin said what? He said nothing. He meant nothing. He means nothing. You mean nothing as well. We all mean nothing. Remember that. Remember. Uh, footage of angry driver throwing child off school bus sparks confusion from passers-by. This is a lot of fun, this uh, this this story. Uh, you will require a vis- the visual element to it. Um, this is from The Mirror, uh, and it's a scene in London. All is not what it seems when a child is thrown off a bus. A uh, shocking f- uh, a footage. Come on, get move on. <sighs> the Mirror's player is fucking dog shit. The Metro is the only website with a half-decent video player. Um, the footage shot in uh, the US shows the boy wearing a parka jacket with his hood up being hurled onto the pavement. Not all is what it seems, though, ladies and gentlemen. Not all is what it seems. No. It's not a kid. It's not a kid. It's a dwarf. That's not a kid. <laughs> oh, God. I want to know what was happening first. Why? Like, what's going on? Um, anyway, uh, the boy takes off his hood and it turns out to be an adult with dwarfism. Um, shock plot twist. Anyway, the video's had almost 100,000 likes and 28,000 retweets on Twitter, with people wondering if it was a genuine incident or a prank. Um, oh, now it's just going to quote people fucking off Twitter. Pathetic. Come on, there must be some backstory. Open the door! People believe the footage was staged. Open the door! What's going on? Hands, Stop it! Step out here. Step- Come on. Uh, anyway, let's wind up. Uh... It, lol, it's a skit. They rented the bus and paid a few people to act as confused bystanders. Whether the 39-second clip is genuine or not, it's unknown. But it certainly sparked a debate on social media. Um, what, what's, what was the debate? Should dwarves be allowed to ride on school buses? Should bus drivers have the right to throw dwarves off the school bus if they get, in, get onto it masquerading as a child? I don't know. I mean... Why the person filming? Why were they filming? I think it's always worth questioning that. You know why? Why is the filming there? The filming was. It, it seemed to be done quite well. The filming actually seemed reasonably well. They got all the right shots. You know, they uh, they got all they captured all the right bits. You know, you got matey throwing the throwing the guy off the bus. You know, all the scuffle around, but then the sort of the reveal. Little too well. I don't know. Like I've watched a lot of videos on World Star, and the camera work very, very shoddy. You know, in in sort of fight situations, like very poor. Like this, I don't know. It just it seems seems too good to be true, doesn't it? I 
just uh, I just feel like you know we can't have nice things, can we? I mean, that would be what a beautiful moment that would be to witness if it was real. I mean, you know, if you're just there as an innocent bystander, you know, for you at that moment it is real. God, what a day that would be! You know, you're just going out, buying eggs, milk, bread, whatever you're doing with your day, taking your elderly grandmother to get a medication topped up because you've taken half of it, something like that. And then, what's going on here? Why is that school bus pulled over? There seems to be some sort of rumpus going on. What, they throwing the kid off the bus? What the fuck? Why are you going to throw a kid off the bus? What? The? That's, not, that's not a kid. It's a, it's a dwarf. There's a dwarf on the school bus. He's got a little child's knapsack on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, this is incredible. It'd be the best day of your life, wouldn't it? God, I mean, you'd dine out on that forever. You know, you would be able to walk into Michelin-star restaurants with your head held high. It's me. I am here. They'd roll out the red carpet. Shit, it's that guy who saw them saw the bus driver throwing the dwarf off the bus. Fuck. Get, get, he's here. Quick, come on, get in the back. Knock up a fucking lasagna or something. Quick, Michelin-star lasagna. Get it done. Christ, he's here. He's not paying for it. No, no, no. Look, he paid for the drinks. The deal is, because of the because of what he saw, he gets to eat for free, but he has to pay for his booze. That's the rule. Sorry, man. Like free free dinner. You can dine out on it. You can't drink out on it. You know, maybe after he's go to a pub, you don't have to pay for a pint. I don't know. You know, you want a bottle of champers, they're paying. You know, you're paying for it, right? So that works. Guys, end of the show. Yeah. That's enough. Um that's enough. Okay, that's enough. Uh, Jen will be here at two o'clock for a couple of hours of positive freaking energy, positive vibes all in and around your face. Um, But, you know, tomorrow, listen, guys, I I think I'm not going to be, I think it's not going to happen tomorrow, I'm afraid. I'm filming in Eastbourne with Loop Masters for Loop Cloud. If you're not using Loop Cloud, fucking, just forget about, just forget about producing music, quite honestly. This is an unpaid ad for Loop Cloud, because I'm one of the founders, but... Go and get freaking Loop Cloud, man. It's the best. Anyway, I'm filming a video for it tomorrow, and it just time-wise, it's not gonna. It's not gonna work. So no coffee and memes tomorrow. No rankings records tomorrow. I am sorry. I wish it weren't like this. I wish it weren't like this. But sometimes it is. You know, sometimes it just be that way. Okay, guys. Sometimes it just be that way. And you know, I do. I do my bestest. I, 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 I try to do my bestest. I try to be good. I'm not always good. I'm rarely good, but I try. Um, guys, look, VIP list. Thank you to everyone that's supporting. Um, I apologise mainly to you about not being in tomorrow, but to others as well. Greg Crawford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss and Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Gazitsky, Matt Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Lily Ansar, Richard France, Thomas Allchard, Ryder, John Finnison, BDR crew, Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief, Cooper, Gunny Lightfield, James Parry, Hendo, Batendo, Lady Griffinton, Leo, the Menace Underwood, Dan fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Josh William, Rob Pumphrey, Shibby T, uh, Dan Elton, Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive Sidetrance, Ashley Superior, Drummer Bass, Chris Bates, The Build, Owning Bates, Lee Fodder, D, Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Wolf, Meat Life, Nick Brock, mm. Sean Simpson, 
Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, Her Hitchmuffs, Will A, Ben Vogue, Dan Tweed, Lopez Salazar, uh, Big Wodge, My Hill, Mike, Danny, uh, Carl, Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Tom Skipper, unfortunately, it's George DC, uh, Claudio Loveschmidt, Benish, Drem Roche, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderton, PSN Godlight, MC Hammer Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo, your face, uh, Big Eight, Chapter 13, Grand Shepherd! Uh, guys, I'll see you on Friday then. Okay? Until then. I love you. Stay out of trouble. And try and be good.